Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Oh God, you have made one blood of all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son Jesus to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the prayer of St. Francis, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Welcome to the Voices in My Head podcast. This is your host, Rick Lee James. I'm very glad you could join me again. Things have not gone as I would have planned. I was supposed to have Paul Belosh on as my guest last week, and then I was supposed to have him on as my guest this week, and just things have not been working schedule-wise. He is a very busy musician, as you know, and he has a new album out, so we may not be able to get him as soon as we would have liked, but we do know from his people and uh, from speaking with Paul himself at the National Worship Leader Convention a few weeks ago, he does want to come back on the podcast. We're just having trouble making it happen. So, you're just going to have me for a few minutes today, and I thought it would be a good idea for me to check in and let you know the podcast is still here, that I'm not going anywhere, that I do still have uh, some ideas for future podcasts that I'm going to be doing. I always seem to have voices in my head rattling around, and it's no different right now. We just finished a big election. I'm sure none of you heard of it, but we elected for the first time somebody who's not a politician, Mr. Donald Trump. And so, I might talk about that here in just a minute. But before I do, I want to say a couple of things about what I have coming up in the very near future. Uh, I'm going to be at Paulding on the weekend of November, is it the 20th, I think? This coming Sunday. So if you live near Paulding, Ohio, uh, which is actually close to the Indiana line over near Decatur, places like that, uh, and you have no place to worship on Sunday morning and you want to come be a part, I'm going to be uh, leading some worship using music from my new album, and I also will be preaching that day at Paulding Church of the Nazarene. So uh, it's kind of a double threat that day. I get to do music and speak, so I'm very very excited to be able to do that. But if you live near Paulding, Ohio, I would love to have you come and be a part of that. I don't know if we're recording that service or not, but if we are, there's a chance I might be able to put that up on the Voices in My Head podcast. But if you are in the area and you're a listener to the podcast and you're able to come, uh, please come say hello to me and let's talk together and, and see what we can do. Uh, another thing I was wanting to let you know, last night, at least at the time of, of my recording this, um, we went and got 
30,000 views. Oh, it didn't happen last night, but uh, last night was actually when we got to the 30,000 point over a period of three weeks. Uh, we've been averaging about 10,000 views a week on Facebook, which is wonderful. I've never had a video that uh, went even close to that before. Um, well, it's not true. I had one that went close with Christ is Lord, Christ before me. Uh, and, but we're still sitting at around 16,000, I think, at that point, because, you know, Facebook is not like YouTube, where you can just keep going back again and again. Uh, unless people are watching it and sharing it on Facebook, it kind of evaporates, and, and unless you're going to pay to sponsor it, people don't see it on Facebook as much anymore. So you just have YouTube and places like that. But I'm just so happy to say that as we're going into the Advent season, our music video for Advent Hymn, Watching, Waiting, Longing, uh, we're still a couple weeks away from Advent and we've already got 30,000 views and that means people are still sharing it and still watching it and that's just on Facebook. Uh, so we also had, uh, and I didn't know if this would happen or not, I hoped and prayed it would, but the song is being featured on CCLI. So if those of you that are music pastors out there, you can go to CCLITV.com and uh, if it's not on the main page, I think it's still on the main page right now. It's like it's on a rotation between Matt Redman, Hillsong, and me, which is just kind of, I, I'm in disbelief that they included me among those great artists. Um, but you can go on there, and if you're a subscriber to CCLI, you can print off uh, the piano sheet music, the vocal sheets, you can print off the chords, you can print off uh, just actual uh, like lead sheet, so whatever you need for your musical needs for your church for accompaniment, um, you can do that at CCLI now. So I'm very grateful to the people at CCLI. Um, and please, if you're using the song, uh, let them know by reporting it. That would be uh, that would mean a lot to me because that actually gives me some income as a songwriter. And uh, but anyway, I've never had a song featured on CCLI before like that. So that that was a huge deal to have Advent Hymn, Watching, Waiting, Longing featured there. And in just a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to start having a feature on ccmmagazine.com and on preaching.com. Uh, and I can't remember the dates. I don't have them right in front of me. But if you watch preaching.com, uh, they've offered to uh, to put that up for free with, with the quote from Walter Brueggemann about the album, which I'm really super thrilled about. So that's kind of some news of what's going on. I can't think of anything else too pressing right now. But if you look at rickleyjames.com and go to where I think it says schedule, or upcoming dates, you'll be able to see where I'm playing. I do have a few Christmas shows that are coming up, which I am really excited about, and we're going to be doing some Christmas worship events, and I hope, hope that I can see many of you at some of our Christmas events this year. And then we start up uh, at the beginning of next year, going to be all over the map. So uh, be looking for me to be coming to your area. Hopefully we can make some connections, and, and I want to be a part of it. Uh, without lingering a, a long time. Uh, I, I really don't want to linger a long time on this, but I feel like I just have to address what happened in our nation because it happens every four years. And this one is historic in some ways. Um, think about this. It's historic to someone like my son, who may not even know it's historic, but my son's three years old. This will be his first white president. Um, up until this time, he's had Barack Obama. Think about that. For eight years, we've had Barack Obama. I know a lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. I'm, I like the guy. I think he'd be somebody it would be fun to sit down and talk to as far as presidents go. Um, I think he's interesting and he'd have a lot to say. And uh, he seems to have a way of, of being able to uh, talk to a lot of different people. Um, I, the, the time that I least like 
politicians is during campaigning seasons because they don't seem to have anything good to say about anybody else uh, except for the candidate they're pushing for. But uh, overall, you know, I know people have mixed feelings about Obama. Um, I, I think he's a likable guy. I, I think that a lot of times our presidents are, and we need to, to give him more credit for that. But Trump, man, uh, people are divided on Trump, aren't they? They're divided on Hillary and, and Trump. And I think the only thing people were more scared of than Hillary being elected was Trump being elected or vice versa. And I don't know that many people were actually voting for a candidate this year as they were voting against another candidate, which is, seems to be. And right now we just seem to be in this scary spot of... of now, it's not scary like that I'm scared to death, but there are people that are scared, and they're feeling like they have been disenfranchised. They're feeling like they don't have a voice. Some of them are concerned about a lot of the racist talk and the mis misogynistic talk that um, that Trump was giving. And, and you know, I, I think Trump has a lot to account for, to be honest. I think it's going to be interesting to see with this Trump University lawsuits, the first of several that are coming up against him in November, uh, from what I understand, he's going on trial for raping a 13-year-old in December. So I don't remember that like we've ever had a president-elect that had this kind of baggage going in. And I also don't remember a president-elect that is so blatantly immoral in so many different ways, has bragged about his affairs. He has obviously no regard for women or people of color. He obviously has a lot of hateful things that he has said, um, things about refugees, and, you know, it's just not the Christian worldview, let's put it that way. I'm most shocked that the Christian church has so rallied around him, like the evangelicals. Um, so it's a confusing time right now. I can't say I would be, like, super happy about the other choices either, but I, I honestly, I feel like in an election... Um, that's not our kingdom. You know, if you're a believer in Christ, it's not where our allegiance lies. We tend to get into trouble if you just look through Scripture alone. Anytime we beg for a king, uh, it always seems to be against God's will because God is our king, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and we are to follow him. And what's so confusing about this time and every time that we have elections, it's like our people forget that they, if they are Christians, their identity is in Christ and that this country is not their country. I mean, they live here. Uh, but Rich Mullen said it best, um, I'll, I'll call you my country, but I'll be longing for my home. And I think that that is something that maybe we should keep in mind during election times like this. What can we do now? I'm not an expert, but I do have a lot of friends who are living in what I can only call fear right now. Um, I think that we're guilty in this country of thriving off of fear. On the one hand, you have the Fox News crowd that tells nothing but fear, and you have a lot of older adults that watch it. I can't think of too many younger people that watch it, maybe a few, uh, but mostly it preys on the fears of people who, um, you know, they have a reason to fear. Maybe they've been disenfranchised a little bit. And when we talk about things that people fear, it comes out of their felt needs. And whether there is a legitimate threat or not a threat at all, uh, they still feel it. And I think we're feeling it on the other side of that now, too, instead of the one side of the conservative crowd feeling very disenfranchised as they have for a long time. Uh, we have people on the other side now that feel very disenfranchised. And this is unique this year because I've never had a year where the president was elected and immediately the next day I spent the entire day trying to talk people off the ledge. And I would walk into stores and people are crying and in fear for their families. And I, I just haven't... I've never sensed that before at an election until this time. 
I've always felt people uh, feeling fear and 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 not fear, but feeling like you know, bummer, our candidate didn't win. But this is the first time I remember actual fear and children being scared to go to school, and that's no good. So what we need to be doing as a church right now is learning how to listen to people's felt needs and their felt fears, I would say. Um, If they have concerns, I don't think it's our job to dismiss those concerns, and I mean that on both sides. Um, And I I need to, like, repent a little bit, too, because I've been a little too jokey at times between both candidates, whether it be Hillary, whether it be Trump. And I always try to mask my fears sometimes with a sense of humor, and that's gotten me in trouble a couple times online on things like Facebook and um, and I, I should just learn sometimes, like everybody else, I guess, maybe me, uh, you know, me a culpa uh, to, to stay away from things like that. Because you can't always dismiss away problems with a joke. And uh, so I've found myself going through and deleting several things off my thread that I thought, man, that was funny but to me, but it probably wasn't to other people. And I need to pay attention to those felt needs. So what I think we definitely can do as we can be people of repentance, we can be people who seek God's face, we can be people who look out for the disenfranchised, for the poor, for the orphan, for the widows, and we can ask, Lord, what do they need from us? What do they need to hear? If there are people that are living in fear, then we need to figure out how to listen. And we need to figure out how to be people who bring hope and bring light into the world, not more darkness. And, you know, that beautiful prayer that I have learned to pray every day, Father God, uh, you know, most merciful Father, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. And this is an important part here. We have not loved you with our whole heart, and we have not loved our neighbor as ourself. For this we are truly sorry. We humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may walk in your will and delight in your way to the glory of your name. I think that's a very important prayer for us to keep in mind, a very important prayer for us to pray. Because even if we feel like we haven't sinned against God, we have sinned against God in the way that we have not loved our neighbor and have not listened to our neighbor. So maybe our goal should be to listen more and talk less which is funny because I'm on a podcast by myself speaking. But if we learn to listen more, I heard somebody say one time, the more you, you your, your mouth's not, uh, I'm messing up the quote, but it's not your ears that get you in trouble, it's your mouth. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of truth to that. And may God help us to listen to the point where we have formulated words where we are not reacting but we are responding with the love and the grace of Jesus in all circumstances. I frankly don't know what to tell my friends who are not white, who are living in a state of, of wonder and, and fear and not knowing what the next step is. Uh, they're fearing for their children. They're feeling, fearing how to... Many of them were fearing even waking their children and telling them uh, the morning that, that Trump elected because their kids were so scared and had been kind of whipped up into a frenzy like that because of everything from the media to friends at school. Some of them who are being bullied at school as a result of the election and who they follow or don't follow. We've got to do better than that. I think as I lean into Sunday morning this week, and hopefully every week, if your church has communion, may this be the welcome that we offer to all. 
red and yellow, black and white, as we know from the song, they're all precious in His sight. This communion liturgy, I think, says the invitation that the church needs to be offering. It says, This is the table not of the church, but of the Lord. It is to be made ready for those who love Him and who want to love Him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little, you who have been here often and you who have not been for a very long time, you who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come not because it is I who invite you, but it is our Lord. It is His will that those who want Him should meet Him here. May we meet the Lord together in our houses of worship. May we throw the doors as wide open as they possibly will come. I have a feeling that we're going to have some families coming into our churches this week that don't normally go to church, and they might be seeking answers. I might be wrong. Maybe the evangelical crowd has let them down so much by putting Trump in office, and they feel so disenfranchised by the church, maybe they won't come. Maybe they won't be a part of us. But I hope and I pray that our doors will be a place of grace and a place of reconciliation and a place where we can listen to them and where we can also proclaim that Jesus is Lord and that we have a different kingdom and we have a different empire and we have a different politic. May we be the hope of the world and as one of my favorite sayings of Francis as was said of St. Francis, may we walk the world like the mercy of God. Let that be among us. Thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. Sorry for the short podcast. Hope to have a little longer one, maybe with a guest next time. You guys take care. God bless you, and hang in there. I don't know what else to say. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames. Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website. And if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.